Make room for sports. 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 to Make Room for Sports, the most popular sports podcast in the world. Uh, with me, I have Mikhail Britt. Hey, everybody. It's feeling great. Feeling so wonderful. And because Dave and Mike can't make it this week, we have a substitute sports expert, Allison Miller, oh. is joining us. Yeah. Hi, guys. What a fun time. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I mean, I've talked to Allison a little bit about sports. I'm very excited to get into this episode. Uh, we met at a party because Allison began watching a women's soccer game on her phone in the midst of her own party. And yep. <laughs> I instantly sensed a kindred spirit uh, of a person who's serious about sports um, and was like immediately like, I, like our second conversation ever, I was like, will you go on my sports podcast? Um, and she kind of <laughs> kindly said yes. And now uh, the listeners and are experiencing- And now we're deeply in love, so. <laughs> yeah, the, the listeners are experiencing the reality of what we've created. Uh, I was thinking we should actually start with our with our plays of the week. Top plays of the week. Um, and and Allison, would you be willing to tell us what your play of the oh. week was? Or oh, wait, sorry. can what? we tell can we tell Allison about how we have different drops on the show? So like, when Simon says plays of the week, there's going to be a sound effect. That, oh. Or actually, sometimes we have a siren, and then we go like this. Do you hear that? Hey, wait, did you guys hear that? <laughs> Uh, okay. I mean, we don't actually, we don't, uh, that's not true. We don't do that. That's, that's not true. I've, no, I've we've never, we've so never. so many lies being thrown back and forth at me. Yeah, we've we never. did that once. We did that once, I think. We've Didn't never we? done that. Uh, no. I, we might have tried it and then we like cut it out because it didn't work. But I mean, it's, I mean, it's probably, I mean, it probably worked this time. Play wall. Um, well, wait, Mikhail, should you and I start with our plays of the week or Allison, do you want to go first? I, I can't decide. Uh, I, I, your guys' plays of the week first, I think. Let's 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 get into it. All right, I'm gonna I'm well, gonna keep, I'm gonna kick it really off really quick. Okay. Is there ahead. anything wrong with saying like, is it is it wrong to say ladies first nowadays? Because that's like yeah, it probably is wrong. Yeah, you can't say wrong. that, right? Um, yeah, every, gender's made up and and the points don't matter. Exactly. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah, by enforcing a gender binary, uh, you're actually uh, lessening uh, our iTunes hits. Right. Um, okay, so. just d- double checking, double che- triple checking, actually. Okay, so uh, my play of the week, um, which I'm extremely excited about, I don't really fully understand some of the details of it, um, but um, the it was it's a minor league baseball play, and uh, this sun this previous Sunday, so I guess like five days ago, at a Clinton Clinton Lumber Kings game, the uh, the hitter hit the hit a foul ball which went straight up, hit the roof, and then came down and hit him on the head. Uh, his name is Nick Zimarelli. And yeah, he fouled a ball off the roof, and while he was looking to see where the ball had gone, it came directly down and hit him on the head. And it's one of the best plays I've ever seen in sports. Um, he, he, he hit the ball, and then the ball hit his own head? Yes, it went straight into the air, hit the roof, <laughs> wow. and then went straight down and struck him directly on the top of the head. Can we get? Can I get a link to that later? I want to see that. Yeah, we'll 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 put a link in the episode description, and I'll uh, I'll I'll message you one uh, right now because it's a it's a wonderful, meaningful moment in oh, sports good. history. So that was uh, that was by far far and away my play of the week. I've never seen anything like it. I actually had no idea that something so magical could even happen in sports. 
until yeah, I don't think that's ever been done before. I don't think. No, I've never seen it. Well, in order to find this, the funny thing is, so I, I, you know, I do this thing throughout the week, which whenever I see a play that like moves me emotionally or makes me feel about kind of like anything about the triumph of the human spirit, I bookmark it. So I don't remember it when we do this uh, excruciating podcast, uh, which is such a burden to my life. Um, yeah. And uh, but I lost this link, so I googled right before we all got on Skype together. I googled uh, batter hit by own foul ball, and found out that it actually happens all the time. Um, <laughs> but uh, but this is still one of the more beautiful ones, just because the timing is really good. He like hits the ball, like br- has just enough time. To be kind of like, wait, like was that, and then it hits him on the head, and it's like fantastic. Um, so I, yeah, absolutely easy, easy, easy play of the week. Uh, Mikhail, do you do you have a play? Yeah, I'm going to challenge your play of the week because I also have a play of the week involving baseball Ooh. and someone getting hit in the head with a ball. Um, but baseball, it, baseball is traditionally our least favorite sport on this podcast. It's my least favorite sport outside of this podcast, so. Yeah, baseball sucks. Baseball sucks. That is the garbage sport. It's only fun because everyone's drinking. (laughs) Yeah, we. Yeah, Allison actually confirmed our sports theory, which is that like baseball, or which Mike kind of said on an earlier episode that baseball is only fun in person because you you it's basically just drinking outside um, in a park. Like yeah, I also remember Mike said that because of the, um, like the nostalgia of remembering baseball games as a, as a kid is like part of enjoying them as an adult. I'm not sure I feel that way. Did you ever enjoy them as a kid? No, I was all, I was bored as a child and I'm bored as an adult by baseball. It's, it's all (laughs) our least service board. Allison confirmed that like baseball is, is not interesting. It's just a way to drink outdoors. And we agree with that. We did it. Um, I did. I, I am. I'm calling from. I'm in Columbia, Missouri right now. I briefly went into a bar the other evening uh, where the Royals were playing the Cardinals, which is like a big Missouri rivalry. And there were like three people watching. It was like it was like, it was like yeah, no one cares about baseball. It's over. It's over. Um, Mikhail, what is what is your baseball play of the week? And that's why, yeah, our, our plays of the week, if they involve baseball, it's just because someone got hit in the head. Yeah. Mine is a Yankees, <laughs> yes. Yankees pitcher, a rookie, rookie pitcher, Jordan Montgomery, was signing autographs when out of nowhere a ball struck him in the head. Um, and I felt like that's what you get for signing autographs, you dummy. Um, <laughs> so, so, all right, I'll buy that. I'll, uh, so he was, just, he was signing autographs somewhere in the stadium and got struck in the head by a ball? Yeah, and then the article says that he felt "quote unquote" woozy afterwards. So he got a concussion. That's, that's, <laughs> fan, that's a fantastic play. Um, I'm going to clarify something, to Allison, really quickly. Our plays of the week don't necessarily have to be ironic slapstick. They can actually be like legitimately great plays. Oh, so, good, because mine is legitimately uh, a great uh, play. Can so. I hear? Let's. Can I hear about your play? Yeah. Preferably they are. We're just like not good at finding those types of plays. Well, it's it's yeah. it's a good it's a terrible time of year where like really the only sport that's happening is baseball and nothing in baseball is ever really exciting unless it's hilarious. So <laughs> that's completely wait, accurate. Allison, isn't isn't the WNBA still happening? Is the WNBA happening right now? I don't think so. But you know, I could be wrong. Oh. I'm gonna defer to our sports expert on this, but I'm also gonna dive into my research corner. And see uh, okay. see what I come up with. Science Research Corner. 
Oh wow! It looks like yeah, it looks like the WNBA is happening. Yep, yep. It looks Oops. like it's it's still on. It's still okay. Well, yeah, that's happening right now. All right. Huh. We're close to like the the um, finals actually. Who, but anyway, sorry. Who, who are the top teams in the WNBA? Oh. Do we know that? Let's. Yeah, we do know that the top teams in WNBA this season are like uh, Minnesota Lynx, Ooh, which I feel like I was. I was talking to a couple of Minnesota gals uh, the other night about how perpetually in the WNBA there's like three teams that like cycle between being really, really good and winning like every year. And that's the Minnesota mm-hmm. Lynx, the Los that's Angeles right. Sparks, and uh, the Phoenix Mercury. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That's... So those are the three top teams right now? No. Yeah. The, so the top two teams are actually the, the Lynx and the Sparks, but the Mercury are, are number six right now. Oh, so. Oh, damn. oh. So we could, we could, the finals might be in L.A. This well, Sparks are trying to win it for the second year in a row. Yeah, this, that, could, that could happen. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll get tickets to a game. We went to a game, and, and uh, I mean, if the Sparks win two years in a row, I think that's going like, to bump attendance of their games up to like a robust 40%. Yeah. Um, which, like, I mean, that's the cool thing about going to WNBA games uh, that McCall and I discovered is it's like a really mellow. A really, <laughs> well, you, it's easy to find a seat. It's pretty mellow, and um, and everyone's in a really everyone's really polite and in a really good mood. Um, not a lot of drinking, um, but a lot of like wholesome good times. They love babies. They love yeah. Mikhail's baby was huge hit. Huge hit at the game. All right. Yeah, we we retreated. Uh, Mikhail got on the jumbotron with his dancing baby, which I mean, you know, I mean, at what point does that become exploitation? Is a whole other conversation. Um, <laughs> but yes, but uh, but sorry, we keep uh, interrupting your play. I want to, I want, would love to hear your play of the week. All right, so my play of the week is a uh, women's soccer play from the NWSL, and it was uh, Tuesday, the yeah Tuesday, the eighth. Uh, it was the Orlando Pride versus um, uh, the Washington Spirit, and uh, there was a there total of three goals scored in the game. It was really awesome game to watch if you were a pride fan um but the third third and final goal of the game was a like a 40 yard uh, cross out from steph catley that bounced a couple of times and alex morgan hit it midair to score the final goal of the game and what? it was amazing it was beautiful wait hit it wow, so hit it with a foot midair yeah you know sometimes in soccer you kick you kick the ball with your foot yeah but i mean <laughs> but like in, wait, mid, in midair well, the ball was uh, it it was a bouncing ball and it it was on its way down and she knocked it out of the air. Oh, Is it like an assist in basketball, like alley oop? I mean, more like it. It's more or less. She gets an assist for it, but you know. So but that's crazy. The first kicker was really far away. It sounds like. Yeah, she was insanely far away and just lobbed perfect perfectly. Was she almost at like the half, the midfield point? Yeah, she was about just past midfield. Oh wow! And and how. Soccer fields are really large, right? Soccer fields are very large. How large? Are they bigger than football fields? Uh, uh, let's, we don't let's, know. That's a good question. I don't, I don't, uh, it's. I think it's like a, a hundred. I want to say one twenty oh, yards. Oh, so this bigger. That's 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 twenty yards bigger than football fields by my research corner estimation. Woo! Yeah. Um, so this is a good place to start. Um, can you in 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 like to clarify, all of these questions are like 100% sincere because we're trying to get into soccer because we hate baseball, but we have a sports podcast that's increasingly a burden on our lives. Uh, what is your favorite? <laughs> what is your favorite sport to currently watch? 
great question. Um, my favorite my favorite sport to watch is probably it, it it's women's soccer. So, uh, in what but league? I also, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I, I'd say it's women's soccer, but I also really, really I love the NFL, even though like there's a lot of garbage people that go into that. But yeah, like every owner is evil, and and yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how do you how do you come to terms? How do you? Yeah, it's funny. We were just talking about this, like how we can't. We're not sure if we can really enjoy the NFL anymore because it's just gotten so disgusting. How do you come to terms with that? Um, I, I, like anything else in my life, if it's upsetting, I just try not to think about it. And, uh, <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. All right. All right. I do feel like that's probably, uh, you know, the kind of the American way overall. Um, yeah. um it, it, it's a tough, it's a tough situation to be in because, you know, it, it is all trash and so much, so much of the problems with, uh, specifically with, with the NFL tend to, uh, tend to stem from like domestic violence against women which is a very like issue that's, that's very close to my heart and yeah. it's it's hard it's hard to just let that go but you know i feel like i've seen more people talking about potentially boycotting the nfl and i don't know i feel like a lot of it has been uh kind of prompted by colin kaepernick but um but i feel like i feel like i'm seeing more people talking about how they're not going to watch this next season of football than than ever before in my lifetime now, admittedly, I only became aware of sports a little while ago, but I mean, it feels like boycotting the NFL is something that people are discussing right now. And I'm, I think McCall and I are kind of trying to make a choice ourselves. Um, so, yeah. Well, Allison's not boycotting it. And that kind of makes me think that maybe I don't have to now. I do feel like most of the, most of the conversations about boycotting the NFL have stemmed from the Colin Kaepernick issue. And that I will say, makes me want to watch the NFL even harder. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> because because you feel like that's like relatively like minor in terms of the NFL's other issues or well I I think that the, the the Colin Kaepernick of it all it's like the whole thing is just it's very like blatantly racist he's not yeah. he's not a good first string quarterback I think at this point but he's better than probably any backup quarterback in the league so the idea that he's still without a team and there's all these issues going on with him it's it's I don't. I don't think it's as much like people want to say he's being blacklisted, but I think most NFL teams don't want a distraction. You can't sign Colin Kaepernick at this point without it being a distraction. But somebody needs to like nut up and realize that that's a really good football player that's available. Oh yeah. So it's like absurd. I mean, whatever team he signs to, it feels like is instantly going to have like thousands of fa new fans. Um, and I mean, we talked about a little bit how the Ravens kind of like I, I actually am not too clear on this Dave 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 tried to explain this to us last week but I didn't fully understand like the Ravens like kind of announced that they were thinking of signing him and then we're like oh wait no yes um, that's with, more or less exactly what happened they asked the fans about it yeah which which, which is, is unheard of which is fucked up and 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 makes everyone obviously you know makes him look like toxic and so I think um yeah, so I mean, my, my only response to that is if the Ravens like don't win the Super Bowl, <laughs> like they should be held to a, a total scrutiny. I mean, even though he's not, you know, obviously like like the best in the NFL, it, it's still very weird, um, you know. Well, 
the Ravens are in a the, the Ravens definitely won't win the Super Bowl this year and I mean we can we can quote me on that they have like I think it's something like eight players already out for the entire season including like <laughs> I want to say two two or three of their tight ends definitely their top two like uh, Dennis Pitta and, and, and Crockett Gilmore are already done for the season and it hasn't started yet so, injuries yeah oh wow and uh, they did sign Tony Jefferson though in their secondary, which I think was a was a great pickup. But I'm biased because he was an Arizona Cardinal, and I wish he would have stayed. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals are your team that you root for the most. Yes, I got. I have something like currently, if I, if I'm looking in my closet right now, I have something like five Arizona Cardinals jerseys just hanging out there. So you, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're actively supporting the NFL when you buy uh, an Arizona Cardinals jersey. Do, are the? Right, can I ask you if? Is that okay? So, sorry, Simon, go on. Oh well, I was going to change the subject. I just denounced Allison, but I was going to ask: uh, Are the Arizona Cardinals uh, a good team? Um, they are a good team in my heart and in my mind. But last year they were a. I think I think their record was seven, eight, and one. Um, which mm. you know you don't get a lot of ties. I think there were two ties in the in the NFL last season. It was a really absurd game against Seattle, where the the Cardinals both what? the Cardinals and the Seahawks missed like two very easy chip shot field goals that would have won it in overtime for either team, and they both missed, and it was really like a terrible terrible game to watch. What what but, what other major sports can end in ties? It's so weird. Well, soccer does. Uh, all the well, time, right? I mean soccer does. Soccer ends in ties a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, oh, I, did. I, did. I thought they did. Don't they do like a, a shootout at the end or something? Like, well, in major tournaments, so like your World Cups, Euros, uh, any kind of playoff scenario, in, in like club league play, you always do a penalty shootout if you end in uh, a tie. Okay. So, if we want, we can get into. I can get into some rules about soccer. That would be wonderful. I, I had a couple. I wanted to do a uh, let's rewind that. I don't. I don't think it's as much like people want to say he's being blacklisted, but I think most. And I wanted to ask: Is it okay to use the phrase um, "blacklisted"? We, we're trying to be woke on this podcast. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's it's not a it's not a it's not a racial thing. That's not a that's not a race thing. Yeah, it's not racial. It's um... okay. Is <laughs> you said it about you said it in regards to Colin Kaepernick. So yes, yeah, he, he, check. Yeah, he's he's, but it's just like there's no relationship between those terms at all. The etymology is complete. Anyway, I mean, he is being more like quote unquote blacklisted because of a race issue, but the term blacklist it does not stem from race itself. Yes, at least to my knowledge. I, no, I, I, no, I, like black. It does not. Black ice, for example, black ice. That's that's rich. a totally different. That has nothing to do with with race either. That's that has to do with like cin- like like cinders and and the way uh, the way uh, light hits uh, you know a layer of ice on on the road. Um, yeah, it has nothing to do with anything. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Second, wait, I have one more thing okay. that I thought might have been okay. Okay. Somebody needs to like nut up and realize that that's a really good football player. What about the phrase um, "nut up"? Um. I, um, that's definitely not a race thing. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, is that what you're asking? <laughs> yeah, I think "nut up" is racist. <laughs> uh, 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 I don't. I don't know. I use I use the term "nut up" like very, very much to both men, women, to myself a lot, probably. Um, no. Like in your mind, like in your head, to yourself. 
No, I, like it's usually I'll, I'll like I'll be having a conversation with my roommate about like some like weird thing that I have to do, and I'll just be like, I just gotta like nut up and go to the grocery store. <laughs> it's like never really relation to anything. It's just like I haven't been to the grocery store in like two weeks. I really gotta nut up and do it. So here's here's I'm gonna keep struggling to bring this back to the noble game of soccer. Um, okay. But but correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't when people from rival soccer firms, as they're called in the UK, when they headbutt each other with rage over their team's loss or victory, that is called nutting. I was not aware there was a specific well, term for that. So. Yeah, yeah, that is that. Yeah, like like that's when you headbutt someone and like break their nose like, specifically. Um, yeah. So that's uh, unless I made that up. That was uh, that was one of the bits of information that our podcast is known for. Um, can you and the so, phrase nutmeg? Remember that one? No, that's oh okay. yeah, that's, that's Allison knows that one. I know that one. <laughs> right. Tobin Heath does it all the time. Um, wait, Tobin Heath. She's a uh, Tobin Heath. She's a midfielder for the Portland Thorns slash the U.S. Women's National Team. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's got excellent footwork. Nutmegs a lot of a lot of people. Nice. <laughs> the problem with explaining soccer to us is is it's hard to know where to begin, um, and and. I want to quickly ask. I want to rewind it. I want to rewind it too because I have a previous issue of confusion. So in NFL, what makes them call the game a tie? Is it when it goes into overtime more than once? So uh, in in the NFL, you get you can get a tie only in the regular season. So you obviously you can't tie in playoffs so, because somebody has to win, somebody has to advance. Yeah. But in the NFL, you get a uh, fifteen minute overtime period. Mm-hmm. I think it's fifteen minutes. Uh, and somebody, so it's either if the first team that gets the ball scores a touchdown, then that team wins. If they score a field goal or they don't score at all, the other team gets a possession and a chance to equalize or win. So if nobody scores in the entire overtime period and it ends, uh, it, it's a tie. So they don't do they don't do a second overtime. No, not in the NFL. Nuts and bolts, we got screwed. Okay, because everyone's so heavily concussed by like the, the end of a game everyone's so heavily con- concussed by the start of every game so. <laughs> um all right can you can you talk to us um and i and structure this in any way that you wish but i want to know the following questions uh i'm curious about soccer rules great question but i more importantly kind of want to know what the different soccer leagues are because this was a big question that we had a couple weeks ago um the difference between like national teams and like private professional teams, there's two mm-hmm. different things, right? Great question. Yeah, so yes. you can play. You can play at. Uh, there's the club level, which is like if if we're talking, uh, let's talk. Let's use the Premier League just as an example because it's a very popular uh, league in the UK and stuff. Um, can you just what's the Premier League? Can you? So tell- the Premier League is where you have. Uh, it's the major league in in the UK, and it's. Uh, you have your teams like Manchester United, Arsenal, mm-hmm. Chelsea, Tottenham uh, Hotspurs, and, and those kinds of big-name uh, England teams. Okay. Um, so that's your club level. And it's professional, and that's where most people make bananas money. Um, so that's the big, most popular like, like form of soccer. I mean, I don't know. I think the most popular form of soccer is probably like when you get into World Cups, but that's you know that's national team levels. But okay. is so, the Premier is the Premier League only uh, in England? Great question. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. 
So I don't know if it's like specifically in England, but it's like it's located very, very specifically. Like in they that, don't, in they don't have it in the area. U.S. No, they don't. Can a U.S. player try to make the Premier League? Good question. Yes, absolutely. There are plenty of there are plenty of players that like. Okay. A lot of players play in countries that are not their origin, so so that you have your your professional club level. Premier League, MLS in the U.S. That would be something something similar to like the NBA. You know, those are that it's that type of level. Like, major, and then you have okay. yeah, and then you have your uh, national team, which is kind of like the same one to to parallel the basketball metaphor. It's like you know we have Team USA for right. you know Olympics and FIBA championships. If anybody watches that, which they don't. What, what is um, that? What it's it's literally it's like a fake World Cup for basketball, but no one really cares because what? Yeah, it's <laughs> I didn't it's know about it, this. it's a thing. It's like a World Championship thing, but no one really it's, plays in that anymore because everybody's you know NBA players don't want to lose out on the money that goes into playing in the NBA, and what if they get hurt during this like championship? It's, it, it's called FIBA. Make room for sports. F I B A. FIBA. Oh whoa. Okay. So do any do any NBA players that you know of are they in FIBA or is it mostly like guys yeah. that does are Le- not in the NBA? Yeah, does like LeBron play for our national team and we just don't know <laughs> about it? Sometimes. No way. Okay. Uh, a lot of there was a big there was a big thing uh a while back about the Olympics where uh, a lot of a lot of like top US players didn't actually want to play in the Olympics. Uh which was you know basketball in, in the Olympics it's it's not as the U.S. has been so dominant for so long; it's kind of like, it's like boring for them. Like yeah, like why are we going to do this? We're just going to crush it, and we just want to rest. Like, yeah. So okay, but going back to soccer, we have there's like the Premier League in the UK. There's there's the you know the Major League Soccer here, which which that includes like the LA Galaxy. Yes. Okay. Okay, I can relate to that to a team that I've heard of. But one thing I think we talked about in person that I kind of wanted to discuss is, so the national teams which build to the World Cup, which is every year. Um, no, World Cup is every four years. Make room for sports. Which is every four years. Um, <laughs> like how, so people from these private teams play on the national teams as well, right? Kind of yes. like we were just so discussing. So that's kind of like, you, you generally you farm your players, you, you know about them because they're playing in these club leagues. like. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's development systems in the U.S. You know, so you have your your younger national teams. So there's like there's a U16 national team. There's a U20, U23. So it's just like those smaller levels, and you can kind of play through these national teams as you're, you know, growing up. And that's a, a lot of times how you get to the main national team. Is there ever but, like a conspiracy on the part of say like say say me and my friends? own a bunch of like major league soccer teams which it isn't the truth now but probably will be soon um i will say you can you can only really own one team in in a in a league no but say <laughs> no but say i own one you own one and mikhail owns another okay, so sure. we're, and, we're, and we're and we're talking much as we are now and we say listen if we acquire the best players from all over the world the u.s will be unbeatable in the world cup so all we have to do is sign like you know, all these people, you know, good players from Brazil and in England and stuff. What prevents so so? Or do you have to have been born in the country that you play for on the national team? Great question. Uh, that so, gen- it's your it's your team of it's your nation of origin, more, basically. 
So you can be like, um, and I think this was the example I used, you can be like someone like Dominic Dwyer, who uh, plays for Orlando City. He is, he's from England, uh, naturally, but he's lived here in the U.S. and played here in the U.S. for five years. So he's established his own citizenship. And now he's eligible to be called up to the U.S. national team. And he played for, uh, he played for the U.S. in the Gold Cup and he scored two goals in his first two games. Interesting. And was that seen as a, a betrayal to, to by his English countrymen? Well, the reality of the U.S. in terms of men's soccer is it's not as competitive. A, It's harder to get on, say, England's national team or Spain's national team or, you know, Argentina. Like, it, it's harder to get on those teams because it's such a cultural thing where you have so many different players and so much talent coming up through those countries that some players choose to come to the U.S. and choose to establish their citizenship because they want to play on a national team. And it's a little bit easier to play on this team. And the same for, like... Oh, okay. Yeah, so... so, And and it's something that, for the women's game, you know, the uh, U.S. women's national team is one of the best in the world, and it's hard to get on this national team. So some players might have dual citizenship with, like, Mexico and they'll try to play for for Mexico's national team or you know however however that works. And is there a women's World Cup? Great question. Yes, there is. Every four years. Every four years, and it's you it it follows. It's the year following the men's World Cup. So the next so women's is, World Cup is uh, 2019. And the next men's is 28. Where's where is it going to be? Uh, is the World Cup in just one? Great question. No, it's not in one city. No, they move right? it every yeah. year, it's, I think. It's usually yeah. it's in one uh, country, oh. but uh, it's 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 around. It moves around that country. There's a bunch of different stadiums. So the next World Cup is going to be uh, 2018 is the men's World Cup, and it's going to be in Russia. Oh, okay. Right. So they do move it from oh. country to country. Yes, it yeah. moves, it switches countries every year, and there was like a big hubbub about the fact that like. Uh, it doesn't seem necessarily ethical the way that they're choosing these countries and, and you know, FIFA's sort of known for being kind of a corrupt organization. Yeah, I remember well, something huge happened, right, where a lot of the top guys um, got in trouble, right, for... Yep. <laughs> for, like, a, a, a laundry list of things. Yeah. Can, can you give us some of those things? Because I don't understand... It, it seems like a noble sport, but I, there was like some corruption involved with like building stadiums or something like that for the World Cup. Yeah, I mean, it, it, a lot of it stems from from uh, Sepp Blatter, and he was just he was a very very corrupt young gentleman. Um, Is he the head of FIFA? He was. He's he's he was forced to resign. I think. Uh, it was after the Women's World Cup, so it was probably around yeah, 2015. He's not really a young gentleman. He's like 81, isn't he? Oh, no, he's old as, he's old as hell, but, you know, oh. I, I, I like to use the term young gentleman very loosely. Oh, okay. Gotcha, okay. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, you have to be pretty literal with us, Allison. Oh. We're, we're <laughs> I'll like, try never to make a joke. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> or like, or if you do, like, like say afterwards, like, that was a joke and explain why it was funny. Like I had to look up. I had to. I had to Google. I was like, Seth Blatter. I had to go look it up, and then yeah. Um, but that's. I mean, I'm listening to you so closely right now, Allison. I'm like in, so fascinated. This is great. That's friendship. For some reason, I just got really mad yeah. that David Beckham 
married posh spice instead of sporty spice, but I guess that's like a, a, a that's like a thing to be mad about a while ago. I mean, we're all there are certain things like growing up. I'm I'm still just mad that sporty spice wasn't a lesbian. I feel misled a little bit I mean, culturally. Yeah. Was scary yeah. spice gay? Scary spice was is, had a kid with Eddie Murphy. Scary spice uh, was Eddie Murphy. Melby. Yeah. S- Scary Spice was the only uh, non-white uh, spice, which is, right. why, I guess, they, that was why she made the other ones anxious. I don't know. I never quite Probably. got that. But we need to revisit. Oh, all, that, oh that, yeah. That, like, why, why was she the scary one? Why yeah. was she the scary one? Exactly. A little bit problematic. Mm, sounds problematic. One. Like, I, like uh, baby, baby Spice could have been the scary one. And, yeah. I mean, my biggest question with the baby? Spice Girls is why are like some of like, they, they I don't know why they were called the Spice Girls. They didn't like none. Nothing was spice. No, like, baby no. is not a spice. All right, they could have been like paprika, cumin. Uh, you know, wait. Yeah, yeah. And Ginger had certain things going for her, but <laughs> we're all saying baby spice. Was that really one of them? Yeah, there's uh, sporty spice, baby spice, posh, scary, and ginger. Yeah. Baby Don't question me about the, the Spice Girls. That that much I know very clearly. I can't, <laughs> I can't concisely explain to you the controversy of Sepp Blatter, but uh, I can definitely <laughs> name all of the Spice Girls. Make room for sports. Uh, I definitely saw Spice World. The Spice uh, World is one of the our nation's best films. <laughs> kind of. I remember it was it's, really Richard E. Grant is a, in it for some reason, and like yeah, like and and both he clearly wants to kill himself, and also his character wants to kill himself, which yep. I thought like worked really nicely. I gotta see this movie. It's it's oh, it's, it's it's got some zingers it, in it. It's quite good. It's really really fun. Yeah, <laughs> really holds up, which is I think the weirder part because I don't remember that movie. I feel like came out in the year two thousand, but I think so maybe we, maybe even earlier. I think that was like late nineties. I want to say, but but uh, but I but it I, actually I, might have been ninety eight. Now that I'm now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, it but out I the mean, same year as um, Britney Spears uh, road trip movie. No, uh, Crossroads. Crossroads was I want to say uh, Crossroads. I think was two thousand or two thousand one. Um, that movie still holds up, by the way. That's a great one. Will does the, it? I hated that movie at the time. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I'm sorry. You I, should you should watch Crossroads, and I'll watch Spice World and call it either. One of us is getting a better end of that deal. Can I just rewatch Spice World? <laughs> Crossroads is really good, guys. This is my fault. I took it away from sports. I got, we got to bring it back. Do you, I, I, I need you to. Did. We need to talk more this about is your, this. Is on you. Yeah, like we can have a, we can have our we can have a spinoff uh, Spice Girls um, podcast. Yeah, is that what they were? It's this boy. Is, I, like for some reason, I'm a little tired today. I'm a little hungover. Aren't we all? But I'm really having I'm really having some extreme cognitive dissonance. Like you know, every now and then when you like write a word and and you just like look at it and you're like that can't be right. Like, like, yeah. you know, but it's like some word like bored or something. And you're just like this, that, that doesn't look right. That's how I'm feeling mm-hmm. right now about the Spice Girls. You're it's almost like, like, was that really the name of the group? Wait, was that a, was that yeah. the group? Like, <laughs> I have all these memories, but they can't be right. Anyway. Uh-huh. Um, can you. It was really, that was just real. That was a real thing that happened in culture. All right. I think if we bring in where we first got on a tangent, I was talking about the national team system. Yes. And the, okay. okay. So the national teams, they compete. That's countries, uh, obviously, and they compete in the major tournaments like World Cups, Olympics. Um, there's a bunch of international friendlies, but for the most part, those are those are kind of the two things that you're working towards if you're on a national team. Is you want to win a World Cup and you want to win, you want to medal in the Olympics, and those are like the main goals. There's smaller tournaments, but that's really that's really where it is. When is the next Olympics, by the way? 
the next Olympics? I don't know. I'm just I'm already stressed about when they're coming to LA, and I'm probably gonna hopefully mm. I'll be dead by then. But yeah, I'm hoping the same. Uh, the next to... Olympics though is gonna be 2020 because it was it was okay. 2016 was the last. That's Olympics. right. That's right. Okay, so 2018 World Cup, 2020 Olympics. Okay. And then 2019 Women's World Cup. Let's not let's not discount that. 2019 Women's World Cup in France. Right. So soccer is in the Olympics. Great question. Yes, soccer is in the Olympics. But no one who plays it professionally can play it in the Olympics. Great question. Whereas people no, you, who... you should. Oh well, for the men's for the men's game, uh, I think they did change the rules. But uh, for the Olympics and, and who's allowed to participate in it, I don't really remember that because, honestly, men's soccer is wildly uninteresting to me. Uh, it's well, not uninteresting. It's just not my favorite jam. Well, let's analyze that. Let's analyze it. Yeah. Can you can you tell us? So you vastly prefer watching women's soccer to men's soccer. Yes, incredibly so. Is there anything about the game? What about the gameplay of women's soccer is preferable? Um, for there's less diving, you know, uh, which is a big big problem in in the men's game specifically. It's you know you, you we, get hit anywhere near anywhere near the the box and people are just flopping down trying to draw fouls. Mm. Whereas in the women's game, I've seen. What's, I'm sorry. Can I? What's yeah. diving? Yeah. So it's it's like basically you get you get bumped a little while you're while you're playing and you fall down to try and draw a a penalty and a free kick. Oh. So it's flopping. It's flopping. It's a flop. Yeah, flop. It's flopping, oh. but for for soccer. Okay. You could call it flopping too. It's I think it's just it's commonly more referred to as diving, but it that, is flopping. That's actually a great piece of information. <laughs> Because flopping in basketball is something that we uh, do consider a very high art form, um, <laughs> but it's true. I, it does feel like men's soccer. It, it's it's become the diving thing. Uh, feels like it not only is is a bit irritating, but it feels like it slows the games way down. It does, and it's it's just you know it's it's not fun to watch when you're stopping and starting everything every That's five true. seconds. Yeah, it's a good, and if like a team is on a streak, they you can really kind of mess with their momentum yeah exactly yeah you can kill their streak by so so that's less common in women's soccer yeah uh, I, I mean i've seen i've seen women's players get like legitimately kicked in the face and still try to keep playing and they're like gushing blood from their nose and then they have to stop because you're not allowed to bleed while you're on the field but is that a rule great question yeah really? i think it's i think it's the same basic thing as the the nba rule of like yeah, it was the the Magic Johnson rule because of his uh, HIV. They stopped they stopped allowing players to play through bleeding. You have to stop bleeding before you can come back onto the field. Oh, so like having having an open wound uh, can lead to like infectious like diseases being spread. Yeah, so, uh, that makes okay. sense. Airborne pathogens and that's yeah. Good. I mean, you know, there there are a lot of times where you get like scrapes on your knees, and players are absolutely allowed to play through those, but typically. Uh, Typically, you don't want blood actually gushing. I had a magic that wasn't a rule; like you could bleed all over the court or the I, field. I, I believe it was it, it was a Magic Johnson thing. Interesting, and that's certainly not. I wonder if they do like like that's certainly not the case in like UFC. Um, no, obviously, you can't really stop for blood for blood there or hockey, uh, which you know, like people. Well, I guess maybe no hockey. You're supposed to come off the uh, off the ice when you're bleeding as well. Oh really? Okay. All right. Yeah. This is good. This is good information. Um, wait, and and but you were saying something. So how many professional women's soccer teams are there in the U.S.? Great question. There are ten. Ten. 
Yes, and they're in the league is the NWSL, the National Women's Soccer League. Is it, and it's currently happening. It sounds like. Yes, it is. So it's uh, just. I think we're just past the midway point of the of the season. Do you have a favorite player? Oh, I absolutely have a favorite player. Can you talk? Can it, can, can can it become speak? my favorite player too? Oh yeah, I I think she should be your favorite player. Hey, tell me. Uh, so my favorite player is Allie Krieger. Allie Krieger. Allie Krieger. Allie Krieger. She's a uh, center back for the Orlando Pride. She is still on the U.S. Women's National Team, but uh, hasn't played. She's sitting at 98 caps. There is a really good article about why Jill Ellis should play her two more times in the upcoming friendlies they have against New Zealand, uh, because soccer is such an emotional sport that a lot of a lot of fans are really upset and will be very deeply disappointed if Allie Krieger doesn't get 100 caps. What's so, 100 caps? Yeah, you, so you're, you're going to have to... A cap is like an appearance, so it's every uh-huh. time you go into a game. So she's played in 98 matches, either as a sub or a starter for the U.S. Women's National Team. Oh, okay. In her entire career? Yes. Okay. So, so they have to pick her in 2019, is what you're saying, for her to get 100 caps. No, she could like the 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 um, uh what do you call it? the national team plays games all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, I just went to a game during the tournament of nations. It was just a series of friendlies, more or less, and there were no real stakes to it. But um, they play games all the time. So she's it's on just, the Orlando Pride and the U.S. national team simultaneously. Yes, and that's you can do that as a as a soccer player. Those. You play for your club team and you play for your national team. I mean, that's like how. Okay, all right. So she's your favorite player. Um, yes. And and and, and it seems like a hundred caps is doable because she's still playing, and she's yep. fairly she's fairly young, right? Well, I think I think she's thirty three. She just had a birthday. I was gonna say uh, yeah. Is that considered? I was looking her up a little. Is that considered old or is that not a big deal? I mean, you have players like. Christy Christy Pierce has been playing. She's she's in her forties now, and she had before she retired from the national team. She had something like three hundred. Uh, she had over three hundred caps, which was insane. But uh, it, generally speaking, I think once you get over thirty, that it, like any sport, it's kind of people start looking at you sideways and start trying to plan for the future, which is a little bit why. Allie Krieger hasn't been playing with the national team as much. She's getting called into mm-hmm. these camps and called up to the roster to go to these tournaments, but she's just, you know, Jill Ellis isn't isn't playing her. Jill Ellis, that's, who is the mm-hmm. coach of the national team. That's ageist. It is, and she's, I mean, she's she's been uh, a consistent performer along uh, through the NWSL all, all season. Um, Orlando is is doing pretty well. They're one point out of. Uh, playoff contention right now and she's a big part of that of that turnaround you know Orlando was one of the worst teams in the league last year uh, they got Ali Krieger over this offseason and she's really stabilized the back line they oh, wow. moved her centrally to kind of really uh, really take control of, of that line and they've been playing really really well I, I feel like Pele who's the only other soccer player I'm aware of he's he's probably pretty old by now Oh yeah, he's 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 definitely very very old. Yeah. If, so, yeah, but, but I'm sure he's. he's just, yeah. Does he still play? No. Is he dead? That's my question. I don't I don't know. I don't think he's dead. I think he's like in his seventies. Okay, so he's old. 
should, he should still be playing though. He's probably still playing. Right. Um, so is the Orlando Pride your team? Yeah, that's that's my team. But like I said, Allie Krieger was traded there uh, this off season. So before then, I supported the Washington Spirit. Oh, okay. But, so you... uh, with with Allie Krieger, so goes so goes my allegiance. Ah, uh, so you follow you follow mm-hmm. her really? Uh... Yeah, I mean, I generally uh, I generally support Arizona based sports teams, um, but there's no there's no Arizona team in the NWSL, and there's no uh, there's no Cal- there's no Los Angeles team uh, either. From Arizona. I'm from Arizona. Yeah, I grew up there mostly, yeah. so. Um... It was kind of like when I when I started supporting this league, I looked for players that I wanted to watch and support. And uh, Ali Krieger is a great kid. You know what Krieger means in German? Great question. Uh, I, 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 I say I, I, warrior. Correct. Bang! Yeah, warrior. <laughs> that was great. Um, so if there's only if there's only ten teams in the league, they all must play each other fairly often over the course of a season, right? So there's yeah, like they do. So oh, interesting. Are there are there any like kind of interesting rivalries, or does everyone kind of? Uh, well, the the biggest rivalry in, in the NWSL is definitely uh, the Portland Thorns uh, and Seattle Rain. Those oh, are that makes you know sense. they have two of the biggest fan bases in the league as well. So and they're you know they're so close to each other. Uh, yeah, they can drive to each other's games and like yeah, you know, yeah. It, I think I think sports rivalries are somewhat created by you know just whether you're within driving distance to go see your team play somewhere else. Yeah, um, which I guess is probably not true for. What are the? Uh, can you just tell us what the other teams are in that league? Yeah. Okay. So if we there's the Boston Breakers. Okay. The Chicago Red Ooh. Stars. Uh, FC Kansas City. Oh, Houston cool. Dash, North Carolina Houston Dash? Courage. Yeah, the Houston Dash. That's my favorite team. Yeah, I, all I'm right, the, there we go. Well, I'm in Missouri right now, so I'm rooting for Kansas City. How how are they this season? Uh, not great. Mm. Not great. Mm. Uh, they're they're pretty middle of the road right now. That's um, tough they could break. be they could be better, but you have there's been some injuries, uh, and there's a lot of great players on that team though. You, Becky Sauerbrunn, who is one of the one of the captains with the national team as well, probably she's a three time. NWSL Defender of the Year. So she's great. Sydney LaRue's back from injury and she's been playing pretty well. Um, yeah. Um, uh, so, okay, so Houston does. I, I can't take notes fast enough. This is so, I'm going to have to re listen to this episode and like, yeah. really good stuff. This is great. Well, that was, that was really hard for me to learn that my team isn't doing well. Well, yeah, they, they, that, they won yeah. the championship t- f- twice. So. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes, yeah. they did. <laughs> Yeah, your yeah. Team's good. That's because I, I was re- rooting for them. Yeah, I mean, and and one of the reasons they're not doing that well right now is you, you've had uh, Amy Rodriguez, who's one of the the better strikers in in the league. She went down with an ACL tear, which was very unfortunate because she was also out all last season because she was pregnant. So everyone was really excited to have her back, and now she is gone again. Ah, oh, jeez. So when you have an ACL tear in soccer, is that I mean, is that something you can recover from? Yeah, um, I mean, even even my, my gal Allie Krieger uh, tore her ACL tragically uh, during qualifying for the uh, 2012 Olympics. But and she's you know some players come back better from it. I, I would say to make everything about Allie Krieger, I'd say Allie Krieger's a better player since her ACL tear um, how, than, she, than she was prior. How does that um, how's that happen? Well, to listen to her speak about it, she's said she focused a lot on like isolate like you can't you can't 
play soccer while you're recovering. You have to focus on certain things. So she focused a lot more on her strength and, and speed and isolating those, uh-huh. those skills and getting better that way than she did uh, prior. So she she's come back and she's a lot better. She's definitely one of the fastest players I've ever seen. I have, uh, I've saved a couple of gifts of her kind of just like flying in uh, and, and dispossessing somebody oh, wow. seemingly out of nowhere, just like, so. She's really fast. Oh, She's wow, very cool. fast. The Dumfries. What? <laughs> the Dumfries? Did we She's lose? What did you say? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's from Dumfries. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know what it's that means. Just the uh, oh, okay. And she's fast. And, so there's, you know. And what did you say? The Dumfries flashed? Yeah, just because she's, she's fast. <laughs> oh, okay. I love it. All right, that's a pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, all right, that's the dumb. Okay. Can you. Uh, I, I'm going to. So that was a deep dive into soccer. Did it, wait, did I name all the teams? Do we want me to name all of the teams? Uh, keep, I, I only got to Houston Dash. Oh, I thought that was. I thought we were done. Oh, please keep going. Let me see if I could. You have Boston Breakers, Houston Dash, Orlando, Portland, and Orlando Pride, Pride, Seattle Thunder, Orlando Seattle Pride. Thunder, Seattle Rain, Seattle Rain, Portland. And it's rain, rain like like uh like a king king or queen's rain. Oh, yeah. so with a G. Uh, yeah. Okay. Clever. Well, you could have just said like the. Matthew McConaughey film *Reign of Fire*, and we would have known what you meant. Yeah, yeah. But, sure, that's usually actually. I only think of things in Matthew McConaughey movies. <laughs> McConaughey so dragon, actually, dragon. I'm surprised fe- I didn't do that. Futuristic dragon <laughs> films. Um. Oh wait. What? So what other teams are there? There's the Kansas uh, City okay. one. There's my team. Yes, FC Casey and uh, the North Carolina Courage, which is a not a new team, but they were formerly the Western New York Flash, and they relocated this past offseason. Um, so then, obviously, there's the Orlando Pride. That's my gals. Um, Portland Thorn, Seattle Rain, Sky Blue FC, which is up in New Jersey, and the Washington Spirit. And those are those are the ten teams. What's Sky Blue FC? What's that? Uh, it's the team in New Jersey. So FC, like okay. it's. FC always just stands for a football club. Oh, okay. Uh, is the Washington Spirit Washington, D.C., or do they have a rivalry with the Seattle Rain? Uh, uh, it's Washington, D.C. Okay, got it, got it. That's why they're say. so spirited, because of patriotism. Oh, okay, cool, uh, cool, got it. All right. Oh, also, I lied to you. FCKC is actually at the bottom of the table right now. They're the worst so they team. Are currently, they're the worst team. They're the, Sorry to hear that, Simon. The but but, but, the but they're going to have more chances. They, they're, they're yeah, they, chances. They, they, they won't. I, I don't envision a chance of them getting in the playoffs, but I, I don't see any reason for them to finish at the bottom of the table. They're literally only, uh, I think, like one point back. Yeah, they're one point back from being not at the bottom. Well, let me ask but you. Thing, oh, go, go ahead. Sorry. Well, my, my point, one of the things to go back all the way to when we were talking about one of the reasons I prefer women's soccer to men's is you have so few teams, so the level of competition is so high because you're only you only have the best of the best that are even able to to play at this level. Well, that's kind of it. It's like almost when you only have ten teams, it's kind of like you're already in the playoffs like all season long, kind of. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you know, when you think about mm-hmm. like the NBA playoffs where they narrow it down to what like, you know, it starts with like some like. It's eight, eight, uh, eight from the Eastern Conference and eight from the Western Conference. So, so sixteen teams. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's that's. That, thank you for answering that. Um, and, yeah. and, and March Madness is some some similar number of teams of some sort. So yeah. Oh no, so, March Madness has a, has an absurd number of teams. 
Or yeah, it's, it. it's like 64 or something when you start. Yeah, I think it's 64 at the start, yeah. I won our March Madness bracket, and it was really, everyone's still really proud of me, and everyone's still really impressed, and they say that a lot to me. That's friendship. I think I was not saying it now, but yeah. he, he's thinking it. Um, so wait, so so my question, <laughs> my question then becomes... In the playoffs, how many teams are there? If you start with ten teams, what are the what are the playoffs? Is it four? There's only there's only four. The top four, and who do you, who would you predict that's going to be this season? Uh, North Carolina Courage. I, they're at the top of the table right now. They've kind of petered out to my mind a little bit uh, as the season's worn on, uh, but I, I just don't see I don't see them dropping. I think they're they're like nine points ahead of the fourth place team. I, I, just, I don't see them dropping that many games in a row to, to get out of the playoffs. I'd say Chicago. Hmm. Uh, I think they've been consistently one of the best teams this year. Um, How many I, games I, are in regular season play, by the way? You know, that's actually a good question. I'm not even totally certain of that. I just keep watching them and hope they never end. <laughs> Um, so Chicago, so North Carolina, Chicago. you think North Carolina is going to go all the way? You think they're your, they're your, they're you think they're going to win the championship? I don't, th- I don't think that they're going to win the championship. Oh, I don't. Okay. Oh. I think they'll definitely make the playoffs, but I and they might make the championship game. I don't think they they won uh, the championship last season hmm. uh, against the Washington Spirit. Real heartbreaking loss for those of us who were Spirit fans at the time. Um, so it. They, I, I I see them getting to the playoffs. I just don't think, for whatever reason, I don't think that that team has the legs to really win the championship this year. Hmm. I think a team like Chicago has just been performing so much better. Um, I, I would Chicago's be name again. The Chicago Red Stars. Red Stars. Okay, that's a little yeah. hard to remember. Well, it's like the police. Uh, what? Which police? Red like Stars? the Chicago Chicago PD. They have that red star flag or whatever i don't really know i didn't know that oh that could be true yeah i mean um all right we're 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 we've filled a surprising amount of time we try to cap these things at an hour but i wanted to quickly move uh away from soccer uh uh, because you're also uh i i was i wanted to know who on a positive nfl note who's your favorite nfl player right now like like uh, I mean, I have a lot of players that I really, really love. Um, I'd say right now my favorite is probably David Johnson, who's uh, running back for the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Um, he was kind of he's this will be his third season. He was my my pick his rookie year to like all of a sudden be amazing. And last season he was uh, he got over a thousand yards rushing. I don't remember how many it was, but he was very close to also getting a thousand yards receiving which is a it, that's a huge accomplishment and i think the last person to do that was marshall falk so oh. okay he's, a, he's an exciting guy to watch so that means that like he can he can run he can get the ball and run with it and he can also catch it yes okay he's very difficult to cover he's he's got great lateral quickness to use like obnoxious terms that means when but, he, he moves sideways really quickly yeah and he can jump cut really really well runs people over and he can step on people really really watching the um i was watching some old footage of oj simpson when he was like in college and mm-hmm. it was pretty pretty amazing the way he i don't know just maybe think of it when you were talking about like sidestepping and just when a when a player can move really well like that 
Yeah, I would watch if you're gonna watch if you're gonna watch footage of, of old running backs from college, watch some Bo Jackson at, at uh, Auburn because that okay. that is insane. Just he yeah. he was insane. Bo Jackson okay. is my least favorite sports celebrity. Why? Uh, we talked right. about this on the last episode. It makes me angry when people are good at more than one thing. Uh, um, yeah. that's, you know what? That's fair. It's totally yeah. fair. So the th- so like he's like actually my nemesis. Like he's like. Well, he's, if it helps, he's like significantly better at football than he was at baseball. So. But he was pretty good at baseball because he was on um, he, could, he was on he the was Royals. On the, he played I for think. the Royals. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I, he, could, I, he could break a bat over his over his thigh. Yeah, but I don't. I, I don't, don't know, know that that's, that, that that's a sport necessarily really. makes you good at being <laughs> at a sport. I don't know that that's a, that's an achievement. Yeah, I mean that's that's. Like, I mean it's a feat to be sure. I can't do that. I can't but. do that. I mean that would hurt my leg. I did would... he really do that? I don't know. Yeah, that's a true thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, There's a really good he... thirty for thirty on him. Uh, you don't know Bo. All right. Oh. Is it? It's what, one it, of my one of my favorite ones. If I were to watch it, would it make me like him more or less? I mean. It made me like him a lot more because I was just kind of in awe of like all of the things that he could do. And it's one of those things. Um, sometimes when you see a player like that, that's like so infinitely talented. It just it's a little sad because, you know, he injuries derailed his career. And, and mm. like, but he I mean, I he, don't even... he's he's remains kind of a legend, though. I mean, I, I, I certainly, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it's true that he maybe didn't play quite as long as as you would think. Do you think? He sustained those injuries, having having seen the documentary and so on, because he didn't have uh, the normal amount of rest time that most athletes do in playing. No, to... I think it was more. Uh, there was one injury that he had where it was just like, it was something about like I think it was a hip thing where he just he runs so hard and so f- fast that like the force at which he hit the ground, because of like how strong he was was so much worse than if he had been like a uh uh like anybody else playing that position and, and getting okay. hit that way mm. it was like literally he was so powerful that he broke his entire body um so he did it he like did it to himself yeah it wasn't like intent it wasn't that he did it to himself it was just like he was tackled from behind in some weird way it's been a couple of years since i've seen the doc the doc but uh, it might still be on netflix we'll have to poetic in that like his the thing that he was so great at is also the thing that caused him destroyed him well but i mean that's true i mean look like when you're i mean i guess when you're playing professional sports you do like train really hard and go really hard and you can just like i mean i guess that's the same as just tearing a muscle like like you know in in you know the act of playing sports you kind of your body can injure itself pretty easily um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, we're 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 nearing the end of this. This has been wonderful, uh, Allison. Can we I, have out? I suspect can we you have might Ron be again next week or something. I was, I was about to say. Uh, yeah. I suspect Allison might become a recurring guest. Uh, I think, yeah, I can. I, I can do that. I think. Okay, we'll we'll make we'll, we'll schedule it and uh, just talk to you maybe about a different sport every week, and maybe that's where our podcast is now. Um, before you go, is there anything you wanted to add, or, or Mikhail, did you have any a- additional questions for Allison this week? Other than, will she come back on our um, podcast? Yeah, just it was, uh, I wanted to say that I really um, I don't know if this is wrong of me, but uh, Ali Krieger, I just liked um, the way she looked in terms of like she looks like um, like I respect her. She looks like um, she looks powerful, uh, fam- powerful or famous or like I just like oh I can see she's like she's a star. She's great. Yeah, so, yeah, right. she's a star or something. Like she's great. So you've you've yeah, you've, you've created a new fan. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, if I could exciting. do that, I uh, I think um, so. I I went to this this 
game in San Diego where she was uh, she was playing, and I got a lot of uh, a friend of mine works at BuzzFeed and posted a lot on her Instagram, just me freaking out and talking about Ali Krieger. Got a lot of new fans out of that myself. So, well, hopefully this this episode will convert uh, a few people. Implausibly, uh, we do have a number of listeners, um, though they won't tell us why or what their objective is. Um, so hopefully, hopefully we've converted some more people. Uh, Allison, thank you so much for joining us. We will we'll definitely. I'm oh, gonna, this I'm is, do my thing where I. Where I is, cut, yeah, yeah. This is a bit, but it's not a bit. It's like every time I try to end the episode, and I'm like, like, like doing it really coherently. Mikhail interrupts because he has something to add, but it's like it's, oh. it's not it's not a bit. It's like I love when you guys explain your bits. Well, it's not a bit. Is what I'm explaining. It's, it's really not, it's it not. really makes me mad. Okay, please go on, Mikhail. Where is uh, Allison? Where's the best place to watch women's soccer? Like, if I want to watch some this week, where, where should I go? Great question. Um, well, all NWSL games, uh, which uh, there's an Orlando Pride game that I have to watch uh, at 4:30. So um, okay. they're all on on uh, Go90, which is a website slash Verizon app. Um, okay. And it- then there's also the uh, game of the week. Uh, is always broadcast. It's usually, I believe, at noon on Lifetime. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah, it's a new partnership with the uh, NWSL and Lifetime this season. Um, so. And is Go90 kind of- free, or does it cost us money? Go90, uh, as a website, is free. Okay, but as an app, it costs money. Um, I don't think it costs money as an app, but... I think, I think it might be free, a- actually. Yeah, go on. Yeah, because I'm a Verizon customer, though, it also doesn't cost me data, so oh. I can watch it anywhere. Oh, I just joined. I think, yeah, yeah, I just switched to Verizon. All right, I'm about to sign up for a Go90 account. Do we get Do we get money for that if we keep talking about Verizon? Uh, we have been desperately seeking corporate sponsorship. But we there may, we go. But all of our every time we try to sponsor a product, Mikhail becomes addicted to it and it ruins his life and and it like becomes a cautionary tale. So we'll see if that happens with Verizon. Um, so, so in two hours, Mikhail, you can watch the Orlando Pride on Go90. I'm, I'm going to. Okay, going excellent. To. All right. Well, thank you oh, so I'm much. I'm going to get to see. I'll get to see Ali Krieger play. God damn sorry, it. I'm sorry. trying. I'm ending. You yes. will. You will get to see Ali Krieger play. They're playing. I, I believe they're playing Sky Blue, who's uh, yes. NWSL second leading scorer Sam Kerr, uh, plays for Sky Blue. So it'll be from a good Jersey. Game. From Jersey. Yep. From Jersey. Okay. She's uh, Australian national team. Cool. All right, Simon, take right. it away. Oh, oh, I can end the episode now? Yes. <laughs> okay. Allison, th- thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're definitely going to try to have you back as soon as possible. Um, thanks for listening. If anyone indeed has done so, uh, we'll be back next week with more real sports talk. All right. Woo. We did Woo. it. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports.